Um, but I, I just think that Greg Williams is, is, has been a good defensive coordinator in this league for a very long time. He's going to get more comfortable with him and how to use him, and I think Quinn and Williams will be able to make that adjustment. I just can't believe you know, that we're not going to see a better version of this kid. As dominant as he was in the SEC, the best division in, in college football, they couldn't block him. It didn't matter who they were playing against. Quinn and Williams was unblockable. And I, I just have to believe that we're going to see that player emerge here and we're going to see more from him. Because I'll be honest with you, Buck, that was disappointing last year. I thought we'd see more out of him. Yeah, when I talk to guys on the inside, like just maybe some immaturity, just kind of trying to figure it out. And it can be a big stage going from Alabama to New York and all the things that come along with being a New York Jet. But I, I do believe he is too good, too talented not to be the player that we thought that he would be. You're right about Greg Williams' system. Uh, is he an ideal fit? I don't know. But I do believe the player is certainly good enough to be a dominant player. And at some point, that talent is going to bubble up and I think hopefully this year we will kind of see him play at his best. Yeah. Anybody else you want to add in here, Buck? I think that's a pretty good list we've got. Man, that's a great list. Um, I, you know, the thing that we've always said, most players have their biggest improvement from the first year to the second year, even without the offseason and the OTAs and those things. I think because they finally understand the speed of the game, the expectation and the responsibilities that come along with being a marquee player, they settle in. I think this is the year that we see a lot of guys kind of reach their potential in their second season in the league. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of guys in that group we didn't even mention that are going to have a chance to make a big-time impact this year. Um, let's hit some of these college kids here. Um, we both have spent some time studying the top three quarterbacks, the top three names, I guess you should say. And I've got, I'll tease it, I've got the uh, first look series uh, that's going to be coming out at NFL.com where uh, what I do is I'll, I'll watch three games on a player uh, and it's kind of just my first exposure to him, my first impression, and I'll do a little write-up on him. And I think the uh, first one is coming uh, either later this week or early next week is going to be Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback. Uh, but I spent time watching Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, Justin Fields from Ohio State, and then Trey Lance from North Dakota State. And I'd seen, you know, you see these guys when you're studying other players and you kind of see the flashes. But, to, you know, sit down for the first time and, and, and dig in and watch three tapes. Uh, we'll obviously get a chance to watch a lot more as we go through the process and through next year. But it's, it's a healthy exercise, I think, during this time of the year, Buck, to get that first exposure to these players. Well, when we were working for a team, DJ, this is what we would do. Like the month of June is what we call doing, quote, unquote, junior tape. What it is is um, the lists come out. We, we get a feel for who are the players in our area. And what you do is you go back and look at last year's film on those guys. And part of the reason why you're doing that is just first exposure. It's also to help you set your schedule in terms of who do I really need to see multiple times. I need to see him early in training camp in August. I need to see him again in the middle of the year. And I have enough time. I need to go back one more time at the end of the year and see them. And so normally you want to reserve those trips for your A-listers, your top players. And so your first look series is really a microcosm of that. It is a, let me, these are the names that we're hearing. Let me get a, a, a glance at them to kind of get a feel for what they are. And I'm not married to what I say about them in the summertime, but this is kind of like the foundation, the jump off point for what my evaluation will be as we kind of do a 365 day look at them. Yeah, it's just that first glimpse. Again, I just used that, that phrase, the first look. It's our first look at these players. And we always talk about, 
you know, maybe this is the right city, right? We always use the line, you know, get them in the right neighborhood. Eventually, we'll get them in the right house. During the summer, I feel like, let's just get them in the right city, man. Let's just get them in the right city. Kind of, are you a dude? Or are you not a dude? Then we'll go to the fall. We'll try and get you in the right, uh, you know, the right neighborhood. And then when we get to draft day, we need to have you in the right home. Um, but again, it's just that kind of first big picture look at these guys. So why don't you fire away here on the on the first one? Trevor Lawrence, uh, somebody you've got a chance, and we both got a chance to see him up there at the at the opening in high school. Uh, so you've seen this kid for a long time. The hype was was incredible, um, but he was good enough to put a uh, an undefeated starter on the bench right that year at Clemson. Yeah, uh, yeah he, so, look, he he came he came with hype, and so far he's lived up to it. But what have you seen from him when you really studied him? Look, man, he came he came into uh, Clemson built as the cast me out, and he certainly has lived up to it. Six six, two hundred and twenty pounds. Uh, he's a rare combination of a guy who has outstanding arm talent and explosive athleticism for a guy that is his stature. You really don't see guys that are 6'6", that can move like he moves. Um, I think the things that stand out to me, uh, his movement skills, the fact that he's able to run like quarterback read game, quarterback design runs. uh, They did it this year more than last year, and he really thrived at that. He is what I call a big play hunter. He wants the big play. He wants to push the ball down the field. He throws more 50-50 balls to his playmakers than anybody that I've seen in recent years, and that includes Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow made a living off of the 50-50 ball. The reason why he does it at Clemson, 